I have a lot of women that are on melatonin, and they swear it helps them them sleep, but they will become not addicted, but they will become dependent on it because it messes up your whole circadian cycle to throw in excess melatonin. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Jack and Mary, and this is the Forbidden Doctor podcast, episode 118, Forbidden Pearls from Forgotten Knowledge. So every one of us has had the experience where we run across the wonderful ahas of life where suddenly something makes so much sense when we hear it that we have to pause and enjoy that moment's entertainment. Yeah, learning something new is the funnest thing in the world. Well, we want to share with you some of those moments of ours where we have heard or read little snippets of valuable treasures of forbidden knowledge that have shaped our understanding of health and healing. And so here are some of our pearls. Yes, 25 years of clinical practice. But before we do, have to stop for a little commercial break. These continuing free podcasts are made possible by the sale of products produced by the Forbidden Doctor. That would be us. And one of them is Long Life Energy Enzymes. The other, um, Ageless Thyroid, is not being sold on Amazon anymore. But here's a few recent reviews we've received, and these are really quite stunning. This is from Jason. He said, I've been taking Long Life Energy Enzymes for over six months now, and prior to this, I've been dealing with LGS, gluten intolerance, dairy intolerance, and bloating regularly every day. And Jason has been a patient for... Um, long time. Uh, maybe Several 12 years. years. Yeah, many long, years. long time. At least a decade. Worked with him a lot. Over the last 10 years, I have tried almost every popular or highly rated enzyme and probiotic, both through my own research and through different medical providers from MDs, naturopaths, chiros, herbalists, etc. This supplement is better than any of those combined, for me at least. I now eat a low-sugar diet, limit dairy to cheese, yogurt, sour cream only, and occasional ice cream, and gluten is no longer a concern. That's huge. I have purchased these through the Forbidden Doctor website, but only now I'm seeing they're available on Amazon. The price seems high, but it lasts a long time, three months. I started with, the, with two a day at first. Def, I definitely felt some detox symptoms. and Everybody needs to notice that, that he said he got some detox symptoms which is a good sign. And he said, I slowly worked up to four a day, first thing in the morning with a full glass of water. And we need to just show off. We now have 20 five-star reviews. Mm -hmm. Five-star. Haven't got any even four-star. This is so exciting. Hopefully we can change the world with this. Here's another one. This is our whole family loves this product. When we moved from Salt Lake City to San Diego a couple years ago, I was worried that we wouldn't be able to get Lee enzymes regularly. Our family of five was fortunate enough to be one of the first to take Lee enzymes developed by the Stockwells after being regular patients of theirs for over a dozen years. Even the kids love these. Now that they're available on Amazon, we are again using them every day for overall wellness and energy. I call them our insurance policy. Thank you for making this product. And then one more. This is your patient. Yes, yes, uh, Dave. I was diagnosed with glioblastoma multiform in October of 2016. It is a rare and aggressive brain cancer with a median survival of about 12 months. A friend of mine referred me to Dr. Jack Stockwell, and it just felt right to visit him. 
He recommended the enzymes, and I've been taking them along with the standard treatments, radiation and chemo, since January. Since then, I've had two clean MRIs with no sign of tumor growth. I'm grateful to have found them and am hopeful for many more clean scans. Highly recommended. Now, in all honesty, he was doing radiation and chemo Mm -hmm. at the same time he was taking these enzymes to support his digestion and his immune system. Mm -hmm. But he feels that uh, this was a definite support for him to get the kind of results because glioblastoma multiform is terminal. Yeah, it's in the glue of the brain. Yeah, it's it's terminal. Yeah, we just had a, a co-worker of ours die. Well, doesn't work with us, but works in our same building, die yes, of that. right. Very, very sad. So, and there's another twin. I just had to put it up twice. I'm All right. sorry. <laughs> okay, here are, is our weekly feature, Forbidden Secrets They Don't Want You to Know. These are the secret things they keep from you, the dumb things they tell you, and the really important things they know nothing about. This is a text I got from our enlightened patient, He said, I was in Chicago for a business school reunion, and at my hotel, there was an MD-only gut biome conference. I was looking at the conference sign, and a physician walked up and asked me if I was going. I told him, I'm just an enlightened consumer. I got a look. I asked him where I could get a fecal transplant. (laughs) He asked me if I had IBS. I said, no, I just want to improve my gut biome. Well, you're not allowed to do that. My response was, says who? (laughs) His response, standard of care. My retort, so I have to go to the UK to get a good... Get some good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) You can read the slide. I got another look. I smiled and said, if you were my doctor and and you gave me that pathetic response, I would fire you. Have a good day. No response. Yeah. And what's funny about things they don't, they know nothing about, it's not IBS. You can't get a fecal transplant if you have IBS, which is super unfortunate. You can only get a fecal transplant if you've had C. diff. Yes, Been diagnosed with C. C diff. Yes. So they don't even Clostridium difficile. Their own standard of care. But that's that was just really interesting. An MD only microbiome conference. I mean, I'm sure they have non-MD only <laughs> conferences, but I would love to just be a little fly on the wall in there and see if they talk about anything, um, you know, nutritionally based, something that will fix Probably not. You're wasting your time. Lots of antibiotics, I'm you sure. You will not hear them discuss nutrition because they know nothing about it. Yeah, that's very sad. And what they are not up on, they are down on. You just have to, that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. Um, Jack is still on the radio. They still let him talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of stunning. It's amazing. He does a wonderful, wonderful job. I have to brag a little bit about him because he's done the radio for 20 years, and we decided to change from that to these podcasts. Well, actually, it's 22 years now. Well, yeah, because you're it still... It was 20 years daily, but I've been on for the last two years, right. one day a week. You were the, the morning talk show host in Salt Lake City yeah. for 20 years, so... So this is kind of cool. You're still on um, the um, Radio America. That's it. Okay. Now there's a little typo. Uh-oh. Whoops. That's all right. It's just down at the bottom. It's just not KTKK AM 630 anymore. And oh, it's and not K. I, I changed it. I changed it. Oh, it it's you changed my slide? Yes, I changed it to AM. <laughs> it's new. It's now 1640. It's a much more powerful station. But it's not KTKK. There's different call letters. I forget what it is. Oh. But it's still k-talk.com. Okay, cool. All right. 
Okay, join our texting blast to receive weekly discounts and special coupons you can use online. Just text the word HEALTHY to 41411. And don't forget to take our free symptom survey. This is available to anybody in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Just log on to ForbiddenDoctor.com and take the free survey and you'll get a personalized protocol back. Plus a 30-minute free consult with yes. one of our nutritionists. Yes. This website podcast is not intended to be a diversion away from the current system of disease management. It is our intention to offer a rational and very effective approach to aiding your body in its ability to rebuild and heal. Please be advised that any suggested nutritional advice or dietary advice is not intended as a primary treatment or therapy for any disease or particular bodily symptom. Nutritional counseling, supplement vitamin recommendations, nutritional advice, and the adjunctive schedule of nutrition is provided solely to upgrade the quality of foods in the patient's diet in order to supply good nutrition supporting the physiological and biomechanical processes of the human body. We want to start out with some of our many, many insights and the ahas that we have. Well, I didn't say it. Ahas. No. <laughs> ahas. There we go. That we've run across through 25 years of clinical practice, 20 plus years on the radio and two and a half years of podcasting. And we have a lot more than what we're going to share here that we'll save for another Pearls podcast in the future if you like this one. And, you know, we go to seminars. I went to one today. We go to them all the time. And these are eight-hour seminars, two-day seminars, all the time. I have stacks and stacks of certificates from all the seminars we go to. So what I did is... You know, I basically just pulled out two different seminars and pulled some of the pearls and then some of our favorite ones. We're going to start with one of my favorite pearls of knowledge. And these are just little pearls that you maybe didn't know, you yeah. know? And well, we didn't know them when we wrote them down. That's why we have them here now. Yeah. There's, well, there's some really things cool things. Things that impressed us. And these are very important. The next one we're going, the first one we're going to start with is very, very important. These are different ways of thinking because just about... Everything the medical people tell you to do for healing, the opposite is true. <laughs> Not for crisis care. You listen to them for oh, crisis care. Oh, yeah. If care. your life is in the balance, you do exactly what they tell you. But healing? If you had a chronic problem, I'd be careful with and their nutrition, advice. nutrition? Yeah. Yep. Almost the opposite. Let's start with this one. This is my favorite pearl. And the pearl is that when you're sick, you're really at your healthiest. Yeah. Whoa. And people say, oh, I'm so sick. So that is when your body is detoxing. Let me give you a little example. About a year and a half into melting my breast lumps, and you maybe have heard my story where the doctor said, you have 17 breast lumps. Well, I stopped counting them at 17. You have many more, but um, it's just fibrocystic breast disease. Don't worry about it. Every woman has it. And then he reached out and patted my knee, and he said, come back when it's cancer. <laughs> Because they don't know what to do. But about a year and a half, and I was doing a big protocol of 18 prolamine iodines a day and many, many oils and, and trace minerals and everything. But about a year and a half into it, I got really, really sick. Well, I got, quote, sick. And I started coughing. And I coughed and I coughed and I coughed and I coughed for about three to four months. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I know I remember because when we, it was, we started our motorcycle classes and I had the big helmet yeah. on and I kept coughing in the helmet that day. And, and literally it went on for three to four months and one day it just stopped. 
I mean, it just stopped. I couldn't even make yeah. myself cough. Yep. And I think that was when I was at my healthiest because I was able and strong enough to detox. But the point is it took about a year and a half before my body felt like it was strong enough to do it. And Jack thinks... Because breast lymphs drain into the lung lymphs. I mean, they share the same lymphatic drainings, yes. drainage. He thinks I broke up and coughed tumors right out of my lungs. Yeah, I, you know, I can't prove that, but I think that's what happened. Yeah. So when, I didn't have a fever. I didn't feel bad. But I had, I looked sick. But I think that's when we're the strongest. So my pearl is when you think you're sick, you're usually at your healthiest. Now, this does not mean chronic sickness. I mean, people that are chronically sick with everything, um, that means they need a lot of support. And you're also not healthy enough to completely rebuild and get better yet. But the cool thing is, is your body is still trying. Your body is your best friend. And it never gives up, up on you until your last dying breath. So, Understand that when you're at when you think you're sick, you're usually at your healthiest, and your body is able to detox. Yep. All right. Pearl number two. A healthy body tries to get rid of disease by taking it to the surface instead of sending it inside deeper. And you have to think of kids. Look at these. Look at these kids. They got they got spots on their skin. They throw up. They get diarrhea or coughing. Whatever. That's a healthy body. Yeah, we think they're sick. Yeah, no. They have symptoms that their body has created, not the bug, not the virus. Right. Their bodies their are body doing has. this to deal with the virus or the bug agent. Yes, and kids are sick enough, or young enough, excuse me, that they can detox like this. For instance, when you wipe a green runny nose, they tell you to go wash your hands afterwards because it's toxic. Yeah, it's, po oh, it's poison. It's because bacteria. Because the toxins are coming out. Yep. They're not staying inside. So a healthy body... Tries, there's the pearl. A healthy body tries to get rid of disease by taking it to the surface instead of sending it in deeper. Mm -hmm. Good. I okay. like that one. And you think this is a nice, refreshing glass of lemonade. <laughs> nope. If you see bubbles in the toilet, that's what you're looking at here from after urinating. It can indicate kidney problems and protein in the urine. Ooh, and that's not bad. No, because your urine, you know, your urine is... I mean, that is bad. <laughs> it's mostly water, urea, uric acids, uh, creatinine, toxins, as well as some antioxidants. Yeah, we talked about you know, that. We talked about that recently. But yeah. about, uh, you know, up to 96% of urine consists of water. And urine also has an assortment of inorganic salts and, and um, organic compounds and proteins, hormones, and metabolites, and the stuff that your body is trying to get rid of. Well, it shouldn't bubble. Because bubble in the urine that, that disappears within seconds, you don't have to worry about that. But if the bubbles are sitting there floating around, you know, when you get ready to flush the toilet there may be something that is getting through the kidney filtering mechanism. Ooh. So if you notice that bubbles are in the urine, they're not going away, or that your urine appears foamy, it could be due to a condition called proteinuria, which is the presence of excess proteins in the urine, which is often related to uh, diabetes. Yeah, not cool. Now, if you have chemicals in the water, like you just clean the toilet with some terrible chemical. Much different. It could be that. Yeah. But if this is consistent, this is something yeah, to Yeah, be... if you consistently see bubbles like this, it could indicate kidney problems. Yeah. All right. There's that pearl. Ooh. Here's ah. the next one. <laughs> Say ah. Say ah. Okay. Um, this is simply 
poor blood flow. Yes. I mean, when you see purple lines under the tongue, it can indicate liver problems, a, a, a stasis of blood flow. Um, that that and of course, liver problems can lead to all kinds of problems, especially like um, varicose veins, um, all kinds of. Well, you're getting deoxygenated blood that's that's yeah. requiring too long before it can get back to the lungs. So it gets darker and darker and darker. If there's a lack of blood that's returning to the lungs through the right side of the heart, you, you may want to look to the liver for congestion. I mean, blood needs a certain amount of time to filter through the liver to be able to detoxify the blood. And when this is slowed or held up because of some liver congestion, this can lead to uh, other kinds of problems with the liver. Well, it can lead to actually breast cancer to where it's not cleaning out the excess estrogen in your liver. So this is really serious to look under your tongue and see if you've got that. There's a book, Dr. Chi's Fingernail and Tongue Analysis. That um, Yeah, we just got that recently. Yeah, it's expensive. It's out of print. It was like $60 for this book. It's but fascinating information, the kind of stuff they used to diagnose conditions 100 years ago before they had common laboratories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we would suggest six to nine Livaplex a day until better liver function returns or Livco. But there's the pearl, dark, lines of dark veins under the tongue. Liver know, congestion. Liver congestion. Okay. And here's another one, little white pimples on the back of your arms. You guys get those? No, not me. <laughs> it's an I indication. I remember in my 30s, I was working in this job, and I had them on my arms all the time. And Well, it's an indication that you need essential fatty acids. Which I was not getting. No. And uh, something like wheat germ oil. Or tuna I mean, omega-3. Yeah. complex of essential fatty acids, black currant seed oil, tuna, as you said. Yeah. Because the uh, eruptions on the skin like this almost always indicates some kind of a fat protein metabolism problem as the outer layers of your skin are exactly that. It's a protein fat structure. It, we call them uh, phospholipid. It's, mm -hmm. You have a phospholipid barrier in all the cells as well as the skin. And um, phosphorus plays a very big part, but so does the complement of fat and protein. And when there are these little metabolic problems that involve fat and protein synthesis, organs, of course, are going to get the attention first and skin last. Yeah. And so you look to the skin to know what is happening to the surface of organs inside the body. So our little pearl is little white pimples on the back of arm. You need essential fatty acids. Wheat germ oil is very cheap, very inexpensive from Standard Process. It is a whole complement of essential fatty acids. Yes. Okay. Here's the next one. Ooh, for those of you that heard our oh. antioxidant podcast, but it was 116, two, two weeks ago yes. about we did it. We found a way to use those nasty antioxidant <laughs> vitamin C supplements you have left over because <laughs> you wouldn't dare put them in your mouth. I talked to one lady that had listened to the podcast. She says, I'm looking on everything now for antioxidants. Yes. I don't want it to stop apoptosis. Yes. <laughs> she really so understood a, it. A hot bath uh, before you sleep can help you sleep better. But if you're in a hotel or just have chlorine in your water, you can neutralize that chlorine in the water. Uh, with one to two teaspoons of ascorbic acid. Oh, of ascorbic, who knew? Yeah, of ascorbic acid powder. Sprinkle it in the bath water. It'll <laughs> neutralize the chlorine. That's really cool. So you can use those leftover <laughs> vitamin C tablets. And... For actinic keratosis. Yeah. Which is a precancerous lesion on the skin. You put a little wet ascorbic acid on the lesion, in a day or two, it'll fall off. Wow. Or you can go to your dermatologist and have them frozen off and yeah, look like, you know, that you've been hit by a shotgun $1, or something. $1,300. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the pearls are number one, you can neutralize chlorine in the bathwater with one to two teaspoons of ascorbic acid. And two, for a precancerous lesion, put a little wet ascorbic acid on the lesion and a day or two it will fall off. All right. Okay, I think this next one's, here we go. Those are blood cells, red blood cells, and those little bubbles of oxygen. Oxygen doesn't bubble up in the bloodstream like that. Oxygen (laughs) travels on the red blood cells, but that's the image we're trying to give you. Yeah. So just a little tip with a product called Cataplex E2. It increases oxygen blood carrying capacity up to, get this. 800%. 800%. So you can breathe better. Yes. This yeah. definitely could stack and increase the, uh, the efficacy of ozone treatments as well. Yeah. So, and it's also a natural nitroglycerin. I mean, a lot of people, you do, I know, and a lot of other people who uh, have started using this carried in their emergency pack. Yeah. You chew up a couple of these, about six of these actually under the tongue, has the same effect as nitroglycerin. It releases the oxygen stored up in the heart muscle if you start getting angina or some kind of crap. And a lot of people use it for really high altitude. Yes, yes. So we should go pass these out in Nepal for those high climbers. Okay, the next, oh, and then the pearl is Cataplex E2 increases oxygen blood. So here's... This next one, there's a study that showed a handful of raw nuts per day creates a 67% reduction of a second heart attack. Yeah, the researchers found that eating raw nuts and peanuts was associated with uh, a reduced risk of overall death and death from cardiovascular disease across different ethnic groups. It wasn't just you know, one gr- group of people or one country, especially among people on low incomes. That would be better than taking a statin. 67, well, I would think so. 67%? They said that their findings, which was published by the, the, the uh, Journal of Internal Medicine. JAMA. Yeah. Um, Journal of the American Medical Association's Internal Medicine publication suggests that raw peanuts may be a cost-effective measure to improve cardiovascular health because they are so cheap. So... Um, the pearl for this one happens to be eat a handful of raw nuts each day and get a 67% reduction of a second heart attack. It doesn't cost too much to do something like that. So let's talk about zinc deficiency, white spot on the nails, not in kids, but in adults. Sometimes that's just hormones, but in adults, it's zinc deficiency and nail deformity with the spoon shaped nails. To the point that where you could hold water on your fingernail Ooh, if you put it in that. there. You could yeah. hold water Well, I had a, a, a Monday. I had a patient Monday. Her name's Linda. And I pointed this. She Actually, she asked me. She says, what's causing this? Oh, you zinc. You because we were studying zinc for deficiency. this. Zinc deficiency, yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, the spoon nails like this picture here can also indicate low stomach acid. And it takes about nine months to a year to repair nails because it's got to, you know, come down to the quick, to the cuticle. Well, there. zinc deficient patients have low stomach acid usually. Yes, that's, that's part of the problem. So just getting on zinc could fix your digestion. Maybe don't, you know, reach for the uh, hydrochloric acid right away for heartburn. It may just be a zinc deficiency. So you do the zinc test. We have a zinc test. In the office. Yeah. But here, here's some other symptoms of zinc deficiency if you don't have the zinc test. Um... Well, there's heartburn that we talked about. Could just be a zinc. And stinky feet. You love that picture? Well, I must not have a zinc problem. Yeah, and you don't have stinky feet. And bad breath. 
So, and you you lose your sense of taste, you lose your sense of smell. It could be a zinc deficiency. Look at that! If you couldn't taste or smell that, wouldn't oh, that be goodness. sad? Yeah. So, and to the, some of the best food for zinc are oysters. So I put this picture up here. You love oysters. Oh, Look I at do. That. I love oysters on the half shell with a mignonette sauce to go with yes. it. <laughs> and then pumpkin seeds. And just a little tip here, don't take zinc on an empty stomach. You'll, you'll get this cold, clammy sweat and feel like throwing up. I didn't know that. I learned that at a seminar. And, but the problem is if you take too much zinc, you'll knock out copper, then you'll knock out iron, then you'll knock out calcium. It's a cascade. Um, you have to think in Chinese healthcare, if you fix one thing, you can mess up something else. So they're very concerned about that yeah. in the Chinese. Yep. So you have to know the cascading effects. That's why drugs are so bad, because they only fix one symptom. They don't even fix the reason for the symptom. Yep. <laughs> So eat, but eat oysters one. and pumpkin seeds. Those are the best foods for zinc, especially for men and, and your prostate guys. Yeah. And zinc is lost in sperm in high levels with stress and high carbohydrate diets. So you get sick sperm. I mean, if, you're, if male infertility comes into play here. Mm-hmm. So, our, so pearl. our pearl, white spots on the nails, spoon-shaped nails, acid reflux could be a zinc deficiency, stinky feet, bad breath, no taste or smell. All right. So, medicine doesn't look for the cause of illness. They look to identify the illness so they can kill the illness. <laughs> so, this is a phrase I often say, enjoy the peace that comes from foundational healing rather than the useless frustration of managing symptoms. Because so we, we at the Forbidden Doctor look for the cause of health, not the cause of disease. Okay. What a what a thought. And this is on this is a little pearl for adrenal dysfunction. Um, this is a picture of a lady before. Yeah, having, the buffalo hump uh, of fat on the shoulders. And then during the Cushing's disease that she accumulated. Yeah, this 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 uh, this situation with. can occur, you know, on anyone, but the, especially pre and post menopausal women are the lo- likeliest of candidates. And there's another picture. Yep. Changes in the hormones, particularly chronic high levels of stress hormone, the cortisol, can cause what's known as Cushing's disease, whose main characterization is a fatty deposit at the base of the neck and a tummy hanging and over the waistline. stomach loose and hanging over the waist. Yeah, I don't know who that guy on the left is, but I'm glad you got my picture there on the right. <laughs> and here's a real quick little protocol that really helps. We've had great success with this. Drenamin is a wonderful product. A lot of vitamin C in it. It's called the protomorphogen for the adrenals. And of course, Aegis thyroid, which has a lot of desiccated products in it for the adrenals and loops the whole HPA axis back together. And then Adrenal Tonic. This is an incredible product. Adrenal Tonic's kind of brand new with standard process. You just take five milliliters a day. Yeah, I take that that twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, to make sure my adrenals stay in good shape. So the pearl that you might not have known about is adrenal dysfunction can show up with a buffalo hump of fat on the shoulders and stomach loose and hanging over waist. And so what we do is we support the adrenal gland to take care of this. Mm -hmm. All right. The next one. Ooh, count them. Start up in the upper left corner and start counting. (laughs) These are the stars of the sky. Yeah, this is it. Well, there just happens to be more bacteria in your gut 
than all the known stars in the universe. Very diverse indeed. Now, not all the stars in the universe, all the known stars in the universe. Well, how would we know about the other stars then? Well, they're unknown, so we, <laughs> we don't know about them. So pretty much all the, all the stars that we know about in the universe. So it just shows you the immense importance of fixing your gut. Yes. That is the pearl. You fix your gut, you fix everything. All right. There's a mm-hmm. lovely There's picture. my old horse. <laughs> yeah. And here's another one. Chew your food. Here's a little tip. Once per every tooth. <laughs> you will have no digestive problems if you do this. Yeah. That's really hard. And I have to admit, chewing your teeth. Well, let me see. One, 32 times. Two, yeah. Uh, I, I skipped the spaces, right? <laughs> Three, say eight. Oh, yeah, from your root canals. Twel- they're gone. Twelve. All I have to chew is 12 times. See, you'll stop losing I'm your kidding. teeth. I'm kidding. I got to chew more than 12. <laughs> All right. So chew your food once per every tooth. Yeah, I know. It's kind of um, ridiculous. And you'll have no digestive problems if you do this. But this is some old hill stuff, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, horse Turn your are... food into soup. Yeah, that's what you need to All do. All right. Now, this next one, you're going to love this. Oh. If a patient's breath or a member family or somebody you know and their breath smells like poop, it's because literally it's starting to come into the stomach through SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, and the pyloric valve is very poor and it doesn't shut down properly. Yeah. And we all know somebody who... I know somebody that... In the office, at uh, the neighborhood, I'm not going to say where, but this person's breath has always smelled like poop and i know this person does not have good strong collagen rebuilding yep. because this person is addicted to sugar candy sugar everything so it's um it's there there's all kinds of causes but all almost all require a gaps yes, approach to rebuild the to the, rebuild the gut yes. and so our pearl is breath smells like poop it's because literally it is coming up into the stomach. I should ick. Have said, we always have to have one ick slide. I know, that don't was we? a big. No, the chewing, the horse chewing was pretty bad. I too, don't know. So. That was pretty icky. That could be an indication of small intestinal bacterial right. overgrowth. And don't go to an MD for this. They don't know what to do for it. In fact, they'll say it's terminal, like they do um, the other small intestinal. Oh, I can't think of it. IBS? No, no, no. The. Where the villi go flat. Flat villi. No. <laughs> With the leaky gut. I can't believe. I talk about this for years. Gluten. No. <laughs> You'll think of it. Let's go I'll on. think of it. But anyway. We're already at half an hour. So okay. Let's... Ah, now here's something you want to know before you go to the emergency room. Uh, according to the American Journal of Medicine, celiac, back in 19... Celiac disease. Oh, celiac disease, Yeah, I of knew. Course. Yeah. I the American Journal of Medicine, back in 1998, and this is the title of the research, Prevalence and Clinical Implications of Hypocalcemia in Acutely Ill Patients in a Medical Intensive Care Setting. And what they found out, what the, the conclusion of this study was, that blood calcium levels is the single greatest predictor of survival in an emergency room. Yeah, they used they would do they do a test when you come in, a calcium test to see how much calcium you have. The higher your calcium level, your better your chances of surviving mm-hmm. the emergency room and subsequent hospitalization. That was an interesting yeah. article or 
sci- it was a scientific article. And so then the conclusion of the scientific article, blood calcium level is the single greatest predictor of survival when admitted to an emergency room. Yeah, that was in the American Journal of Medicine, 1988. Yeah, I said that. Oh, you did. I'm yep. sorry. I was off thinking of celiac disease. So. All right, gallbladder. Okay, gallbladder dysfunction. The, these are the, some of the symptoms. Light stool, stool floats, itchy skin, um, dry hair, poor memory, bumps on the back of the arm. Hey, there's those essential fatty acids. Not red, those white bumps. Dry, cracked feet, achy in the right shoulder blade, any kind of skin lesion. Yeah. Look to the gallbladder. The emotions for a bad gallbladder are irritability. <clears throat> Patients also don't hold adjustments. Um, that could be a gallbladder problem. Yeah, because the poor gallbladder uh, function always result, results in poor fat digestion, and that's going to lead to problems throughout the whole body, not the least of which is belching, burping, and gas. Fats are involved with uh, every square inch of the body, even in the bones, and one of the first most present problems uh, will be with the uh, your stool appearance. Mm-hmm. And with the skin. And with the skin. So here is, um, we have a gallbladder flush. Yes. That will be at the end of the podcast. Um, Follow those directions very carefully. And our pearl is skin issues. Look to the gallbladder. Nobody ever thinks to do that. All right. Okay. There's two products here that are quite amazing. Digest Forte is a pretty new product from Center Process, but it tells the body to get ready for digestion. Yeah, it's something you'd take, what? 15 minutes, 20 minutes uh, before right, you eat. Yeah, before you eat. 15 minutes is pl- fine, or just right before. Because it's very bitter. Yeah. And it actually repairs and revitalizes your organs. And it's also, obviously, for digestion, too. But as you said, it's good for the organ. Yeah, it repairs and revitalizes it. Um, Carrie Bone, who's the um, c- CEO or president of Well, Med- he's the Medier. developer, the, the phytochemist <clears throat> who developed all of the Medi-Herd formulas. He says that after three to four months of using it, it fixes your digestive system. That's a pretty bold statement from Carrie Bold. Um, and, and you have to think about it. You know, if that's expensive, I, Digest Forte, it's a Medi-Herd product. It's probably expensive. But Prilosec is 40 bucks. So get two bottles of Digest Forte and fix the yeah. problem. <laughs> Again, enjoy the piece that comes with foundational healing rather than the useless frustration of managing um, symptoms. So it's kind of uh, health insurance. Yeah. So the pearl is one Digest Forte before each meal and pituitrophin PMG on an empty stomach for one month will fix the digestion. It's health insurance. And there's the pearl. And if you want to stop heartburn fast, 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 use Gastrex. You can use it as you would an antacid like that, you know, Tums or Prilosec. Or- it has clay in it, and it's the clay that in the product that stops the burning because clay can absorb up to a 1,000 times its own weight. So you take about two to three and then count to three, and you'll see the burning gone. Yeah, but don't take it with food no. because that clay will absorb the acid in your stomach, and you need that acid to break down the food, unless you're having super bad heartburn, then you can take it with the meal or after the meal. And if you're having a really tough case, uh, you, before the meal, you want to drink about a half a glass of water with a teasp- quarter teaspoon of salt in it, sea salt, mm-hmm. so that the uh, uh, 
Well, the chloride, me- excuse me, in the salt mm-hmm. can make the hydrochloric acid that you need. You need water, salt, and zinc, and coenzymes, and that's what you've got in here. To make HCL, Yeah, and some acid. people have been on a low-salt diet forever, and and as a result, now they have low hydrochloric acid in their stomach. Yeah, you know, somebody thought it was bad to eat salt, and now they have heartburn. Yeah, the latest study out now says there is no relationship between sodium levels and heart attacks, none, or high blood pressure. So, low-salt diet, I bet you didn't know that, can mean low stomach acid, and with low stomach acid, heart Everything else. Everything else, Everything. You, bad digestion, bad Everything. bad breakdown of proteins. You're going to have all you kinds of problems as a result. And you can't rebuild without protein. Yep. So that's kind of a cool thing. And Okay, and when you are tasting something and mm, mm, it needs something. You don't know what it honey, is. Honey, I just, is it you know, thyme? I don't is it know. Rosemary? Yeah, it, is it needs something. 99% of the time, the missing ingredient is fat. Mmm, throw a little butter. Throw a little butter in that soup. I used to do this as a little trick with a soup because people, some people hate bone broth. They're just like, ah, it's so boring. I say, Throw butter put in Put a it. cube of butter in it. Put a couple and of dollops like, of sour tr- cream. That yeah. did the trick, Mary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Made it, yeah, it, sour it makes cream. it delicious. Sour yeah, cream, sour both cream. of which are very healthy for you, the butter and the sour cream. So when you taste something and just need something, 99% of the time, the missing ingredient is fat. Yes. Right now, we are going to talk about, um, this is, well, we all know those products. They've gone over the counter. Yeah, these They've are gone over, over the, the counter, counter because the OTC. patents ran out. Yeah, Nexium, Prilosec. They're still Prilosec. just as dangerous think, over the counter as they were prescribed. Yeah, this is like one of the worst things. I think it's the worst drug out there. Maybe next to Because it stops digestion. Yeah. And it doesn't really deal with the real problem. So, um, what we, you know, what, what we're going to talk about here is the is our pearl, which is, you know, chlor- we want to move this direction towards chlorophyll. Now, here's to get off antacids. This is general information we give to well, our patients. Well, this is a little pearl we got from one of our seminars too, because it's very difficult to get off antacids. I've done it a bunch of different ways, but I thought this, um, Kurt Hamilton gave us this, a really incredible naturopath and. He said, week one, you get on Gastrex. We just talked about Gastrex between each meal. Digest Forte. Okra pepsin he recommended also. Multizyme with each meal. And chlorophyll pearls. Six to nine on an empty stomach. Then week two, you can read the slide. Yeah, you, you, <clears throat> you can always pause this podcast at any time and read more detail. Yeah, and you, t- you taper off antacids. And I promise you, you can get off antacids. I mean, right on the box, it says, don't take more than 17 days. <laughs> Unbelievable. So here's our little pearl, though, that a lot of people don't know. While you're trying to get off of that and you get that burning coming up your throat, you think you're going to die, chew up some chlorophyll pearls and it will stop the burning immediately. This is a brilliant thing. The only problem with it, if you have a bad gallbladder, uh, it can bother you a little bit, but you can take um, some colacol or something to help bust up the fat from the chlorophyll, but it is an amazing little pearl that will, you get ana, you get um, acid reflux, just chew up some chlorophyll, and that's a wonderful thing. Okay, that's a great pearl. We'll move to the next one. This is the candida spit test. Um, you've probably all seen this, but you wake up in the morning, you spit into a cup, 
and of you water. and you watch what happens. Um, you observe it for every every fifteen minutes for one hour. If there's not any strings and the saliva is still floating, it hasn't sunk to the bottom, then that means you have no candida or fungal overgrowth. But here's the little trick: lactic acid yeast can easily fix candida. Just that one product alone. Um, Candida is so bad, it robs us of our energy, it affects our skin health, and it causes serious organ dysfunction. So our little pearl is an easy fix for candida is eight lactic acid yeast wafers a day. Yeah. Tell, it, tell you spit in that cup and it's gone. Okay, the next one. These are, uh, my, these are my kids. <laughs> uh, a few years ago. Yeah, this is little Spencer. Spencer just graduated with uh, mechanical engineering from college, from university, and Alexis on the right is working out in Washington, D.C., and she's just great. Yes, and she's in the master's program. Yeah, and the reason we have this here is because you need to encourage kids to play in the dirt. Yeah, there are what is known as, you know, it's usually when kids come running in the house covered with mud, covered with dirt, and are they crying? No. They're happy. Look at these faces. Yes. And why are they happy? <laughs> because there are, and this has been identified, uh, and it's in a magazine, gardeningknowhow.com, and it's called How Dirt Makes You Happy, because there are antidepressant microbes in the soil, and it causes the cytokine levels in your system to rise, ah. which results in the production of higher levels of serotonin, and serotonin, of course, is the happy neurotransmitter. And this bacterium was tested both by injection and ingestion on rats, and the results were increased cognitive ability, lower stress, better concentration on the tasks than in a control group that didn't get that. And so, and then you look at gardeners. I mean, gardeners inhale the bacteria, and they have topical contact with it because their fingers are in the soil, and it gets in their bloodstreams if there's a cut or some other pathway for infection. And the natural effect of this soil bacteria uh, is is antidepressant, and it can be felt up for three weeks. Felt up to three weeks if the experiment with rats are any indication. So they let some rats play in the dirt, and some rats they wouldn't. Yeah. So you get out and play in the dirt and improve your mood and your life. How many people do you know who spend a day gardening are very upset and grouchy and you want to stay away from them? (laughs) No. That's interesting. They want to take you out into the greenhouse. They want to take you out into the garden. And they may not know it, but there there is bacteria in that soil that definitely affects the levels of serotonin in the body. Wow. So what is the pearl? Oh, here's the pearl. Encourage kids to play in the dirt. Yes. Their gut needs a soil bacteria. Also, a nice pet, a nice cat, or a nice dog that goes in and out of the house can also bring in that gut bacteria. All right. Okay. So, serious allergies. Um, serious allergies. Of course, you need chronic. I mean, you need, if you have chronic allergies, you need to do gaps. But for a quick fix and fast relief... Here's a protocol that has helped many, many people. And you can put this on pause and read through these. But the last product right down there, Thymex. This is a really cool thing. This is, here's the pearl. Thymex for chronic allergies. Take 15 a day for 45 days, and it does a thymus reorganization. Yep. I've got that, that slide wrong. It should say thymus reorganization, not That's, Thymex. Yep. <laughs> thymex is the product. Thymus is where the T-cells are schooled. Yeah. 
T-cells are born in the blood marrow, long bones, but they transport to the thymus, and that's where they're educated as T-cells to go out into the immune system and do their job. Yeah, this is an incredible little pearl. Hope somebody takes, takes that for what it's worth yeah. and uses it. Hmm, what do we have here in this picture? Hmm. Now, I've been doing x-rays for a long time with my patients, but I don't remember a <laughs> setup like that, nor do I remember ever having my hair like that technician yeah, has. Yeah, but, yeah. This looks, this looks like an insane asylum. <laughs> like they're torturing But me. we had to use this one. Uh, Dr. Royal Lee said that normal tissues of the patient will be fortified possibly as much as 10 to 1 against excess dose of x-ray when they're taking vitamin C. And, of course, he's referring to whole food vitamin C. Yeah, not ascorbic acid. Not ascorbic acid because ascorbic acid is not vitamin C. But the vitamin C protects their DNA yeah. with an x-ray. Yeah. So load up on cataplex C before an x-ray or if you're flying in... Where you're up up above, you know, up above 30,000 feet, you're going to get an awful lot more x-ray exposure from the sun than you do down on the surface of the earth. Yeah. And if you are undergoing radiation therapy for cancer, you really need to oh, load yeah. up on whole food vitamin C. Yeah, when the Fukushima happened, this was an integral part of our protocol, vitamin C. Yeah. Okay, this is the silent epidemic, and it's depression. And, you know, here's, here's a man with massive anxiety, depression, and even with older people where they don't tell people about their depression. I mean, there's people that have been chronically depressed for years. So one of our pearls in this regard... Yeah, we have a very nice depression protocol. This can help people feel better in a week. Oh, yes. I've, yeah, we've seen it in as little as a week. Yeah, without drugs. You can go ahead and read this. Well, Nevitan. Oh, 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 I see what you're talking about. This thing here. Since my 13-year-old daughter switched from Zoloft, Zoloft? Her 13 to supplementation, <laughs> yes, <laughs> recommended by Stockwells, she has said, quote, I feel naturally happy instead of the possessed fake happiness I didn't like. <laughs> And I'm sleeping a lot better, end quote. So she's also excited. This is from her mother uh, because her fingernails are growing for the first time in her life. She's quit biting them for the most part. And as a parent, it is comforting to see her antisocial, apathetic behavior disappear. And anybody who has a teenager knows what apathetic <laughs> behavior is. Yeah, we have a teenager. We're not going to go there. Mm -hmm. No, we're not. So the pearl, which is so powerful, is to use Neviton. Um, for anxiety and depression. It fixes the nervous system. It has skullcap in it for people that are about to have a breakdown. Yeah. And the cool thing about this herb, it goes to the foundational problem and repairs the nerves. And I recommend sucking on it. It um, doesn't taste super good, but um, when you're depressed, you'll just about do anything. And it works very, very well. All right. Okay. Yeah, this is kind of gross. Even yep. though she has beautiful lips. Ooh. Well, people that have canker sores actually have a great advantage in that it is clear evidence of an ionizable calcium deficiency. Yeah, I don't get canker sores, so I don't know when I'm deficient in calcium. Well, there, you know, there are probably other ways to test that, but if you don't have the herpes virus that causes it by mm -hmm. the time you're a teenager, so you usually don't the rest of your life. Right. But if you do, if you have... 
uh, cold sores as a teenager or earlier, you're going to have them the rest of your life. And they pop up during high stress times that force the cortisol levels up and calcium levels down. Yeah. And everything in your body needs calcium. So it's like a barometer. You get a cold sore. What do we do about it? Well, here's a cool little pearl. Yes. Lick a calcium lactate tablet and, and put it right on. Stick it. It right. stings at first because I get cold sores yeah. from time to time. It stings at first, but the sting goes away. And I'm telling you, within about 24 hours or less, the thing's almost completely gone. Yeah. And another pearl, which I didn't put in here and I meant to put in, if you have sores inside of your mouth, chew up chlorophyll. Yep. And it will stop the pain and help heal it really yes. quickly. But this is a great little tip here. Stick. Do you like my little calcium lactate? Yes. <laughs> Flew in there. So just the, the pearl is lick a calcium lactate tablet and stick it right on the canker store, sore. Okay. Mm. How would you like to have the strength of a thousand horses? Hmm. Hmm. Or... The Bugatti Galibier. Yeah, it's a beautiful car. It, it's a V16 engine, 1,000 horsepower, 235 miles an hour. Wow. And one and a half million pounds sterling. That's what it costs? Yes, not dollars. It's about $2 million cash. Jeez. Okay, well, yeah, if you yeah, want that kind of power, the 1,000 horsepower, here's an incredible product. And it's something that, uh, it's, it's very good. It's incredible for building testosterone. Yeah, it's an, an adaptogenic herb. It restores uh, function to the nervous system. But the reason we say 1,000 horsepower is because the Chinese have a saying. They say, a man who takes ashwagandha gains the strength of 1,000 horses. And ashwagandha in Indian means... To smell like horse's urine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't recommend this if you're trying to smell like horse's urine, but I'm using this. I take this two times a day to try to test it out. I've been doing it, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks longer. And it just makes sense as this Indian herb is a very popular supplement with purported benefits, including reduction of anxiety and stress which is, you know, mediated by reducing cortisol levels. Mm -hmm. And the, the extract is also thought to reduce total cholesterol levels, increase power output and muscle mass. And it also improves the quality of your sleep so you feel rested when you wake up. So take it right before you go to bed. And if I start to smell like horse's urine, honey, <laughs> you let me know. Or hopefully somebody will let me know. So our pearl is to build testosterone and improve the quality of your sleep. Take ashwagandha before bed and in the morning. And I'm doing that right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Beautiful flower. Look at that beautiful chase tree berries. Chase tree is a beautiful herb, been used for hundreds of years. It improves the body's ability to make melatonin by 60%. Yes. And Without all those horrible side effects and dependence that people get from taking a synthetic oh, form of it's melatonin. It's so horrible. It's really important that you understand these a few things about melatonin. Melatonin is not a sleeping pill, no. even though it says right there on the bottle, fall asleep, stay asleep. Melatonin, the hormone melatonin, is a sleep and body clock regulator, not a sleep initiator. Yes. The melatonin hormone your body makes in the pineal gland it works with your biological clock by telling your brain when it's time to sleep and yes. when to wake up. When to wake up. 
Yeah, it does not increase your sleep drive or need for sleep. Because insomnia is not caused by a melatonin deficiency because melatonin is not a sleep hormone. Actually, melatonin has very little to do with falling asleep. Surprisingly so. Yeah, it's produced in the presence of darkness and it just happens to correlate with sleep cycles. So we think it does. Um, It's not a sleep hormone. It's a hormone with a wide range of physiological functions And it plays a role in our circadian rhythm and ties into sleep patterns. But it does not induce sleep. Melatonin supplements are neither safe nor even effective. No. It's not an effective solution to insomnia. Um, They're actually a hormone therapy and will eventually do more harm than good. I have a lot of women that are on melatonin. And they swear it helps them them sleep, but they will become not addicted, but they will become dependent on it because it messes up your whole circadian cycle to throw in excess melatonin. So um, also I was reading some studies on this. Having a night shift job that disrupts your sleep cycle has been labeled carcinogenic. Wow. It's very bad for your health. So if you smoke and you have a nighttime job, you're in big trouble. (laughs) Mental problems are sure to follow if you don't get the sleep that you're supposed to sleep. There's this really cool device where you it's a big bulb, and if you sleep in a really dark room, as you go into that room, the melatonin starts producing and starts working because of the darkness, okay? Because of the darkness. It doesn't put you to sleep but it starts working because of the darkness. And then when the sunlight comes, your pineal gland recognizes this and it starts to wake you up naturally. Well, what if you have to get up at 4.30 in the morning before the sun gets up? There's this lamp that you can buy. It's like a bulb, a great big bulb that slowly turns on and it's really cool. But um, it's called a wake-up light. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you, Chase Tree will help that with, will help you produce, improve melatonin by 60%. So melatonin supplements are not good, but um, Chase Tree has been a popular alternative for female infertility. The Chase Tree Berry um, helps a woman that that is threatening miscarriage. And you can start taking Chase Tree before you get pregnant, stay on it the whole time you're pregnant, and then you can go off of it. It's the one herb you can safely be on through pregnancy. Um, Take it at night for a wonderful night's sleep. So the pearl is that we recommend Chase Tree to improve melatonin without the horrible side effects and dependency of taking the hormone melatonin. Right. Okay. And here's the cutest little baby the entire world. (laughs) The German scientists reported before World War II that Down syndrome, which obviously this baby does not have, is a result of low thyroid hormone during pregnancy. And they recommended iodine as the antidote. In fact, sufficient iodine supplementation given to a newborn with Downs has been shown to decrease the severity of the syndrome. Yeah, it's criminal that this forbidden information has not been in the general public and that mothers are not told this. 
Iodine can raise a baby's IQ 20 points higher than their parents. If taken while pregnant. If taken while pregnant. While the mother's pregnant. Yep. And carbs suppress thyroid function. So mothers that are hooked on carbs and then get pregnant. Yep. That's a big problem. Well, and also women that have, um, they've been so depleted. That's why you have the last baby usually, if you're going to, you know, if you do have a Down syndrome, is usually your last baby. Because the woman has eaten so many carbs, thyroid function is so down. Iodine levels are low. And iodine levels are are low. Fats and proteins stimulate thyroid function, by the way. So the pearl is taking iodine during pregnancy can raise a baby's IQ 20 points higher than their parents and also help prevent Down syndrome. I should have put that in there. And another good pearl is uh, is about kava. We've talked about kava in the past. But uh, not to the degree. We just want to mention a few brief things about it now. And uh, I like to use the term kava captures one's mind. It's not a literal capture, but something does change in the processes by which information enters, it's retrieved, or it leads to actions as a result of of that information. Oh, cool. And I would personally characterize the changes that I've experienced as going from uh, what would be considered lineal processing of information to a, just a greater sense of being and a contentment with being. Uh, if you're familiar at all whatsoever with the kava ceremonies of the Polynesians. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we have talked about this we in have. past podcasts. Yeah, Warring tribes would get together, they'd sit down, instead of killing one another, have a kava ceremony where they can their minds expand a little bit and they can find, well, you know what, maybe we can settle this without the sword. Well, and this guy right here, Thomas Bartram, who lived to 96 years old, said kava is really helpful for in chronic insomnia. Yes. And so our little pearl is take kava forte before a test at school. It lessens anxiety and calms you and helps you to focus. It also helps stop addictions. Another little pearl here. Okay, here's a really quick one. When you break a light bulb with mercury in it or spill it anywhere... If you call poison control, they will tell you to not let anybody sleep in that room for nine months or more. And yet they inject mercury right into our babies. Okay, we'll go past that. And you have to call professionals to clean it up. So instead of paying $5,000 to have hazmat come and remove the mercury, go to Home Depot, buy sulfur dust, spray sulfur all over the area, and it binds with the mercury and it goes inert. Then just vacuum it up. But the cool thing is, is the same thing happens in the body. If you take a natural sulfur, Spanish black radish is a food f- source of sulfur with garlic. It will bind up the mercury inside of you and help get the heavy metal out of you. There's also a little trick that we learned at one of the seminars. Yes, uh, we, we haven't tried this one yet. <laughs> but if you take five ounces of vodka and you put it in the fridge with chopped up onion in it, <laughs> and you take a little bit one to two times a day, it will chelate the mercury out of you. An old hills thing. Yeah, yeah. old hills thing. And so Garlic, which is rich with sulfur, will bind heavy metals. And garlic and Sp- Spanish black radish together uh, is the perfect tonic of what we're talking about. Chlorophyll cleanses the blood. It helps with inflammation. Parotid PMG tags the minerals. It, these are things that can be done for natural chelation using foods. So the pearl is our little 
protocol right there. And bentonite clay also adsorbs toxins to it. Uh, we used to have a bentonite clay called Colacol 2, but SP says they can't find a non-irradiated source. Almost so. all clays, almost all clays out there in the marketplace have been irradiated to get the bacteria out of it. Yeah, and so, you know, that's how cool standard process yep. is, that they would say, well, we're not, we're not getting it anymore. We're not. So hopefully you can find a non-irradiated source. Okay, here's the next one. You'd be, um, you'll all be reassured to know that we don't have to eat carbohydrates to live. Yeah, Grandma says, you eat those vegetables. <laughs> you don't have to. You really don't have to. We eat these to get vitamins and minerals and enzymes and coenzymes, etc. We don't eat these things to get sugars. Yeah. And it's one of the first things that we learn in nutrition is what does the body not make and what do you have to eat in order to make up for what the body doesn't make. And one of the first things that need to make, be made clear here is the absolute essentials for human survival and health. And they are these amino acids, fatty acids, electrolytes, vitamins, minerals, and water. And you won't find any carbohydrates on that list I just gave. There are no essential carbohydrates. What we need are the ingredients inside the carbohydrates, the vitamins, the minerals, the enzymes, the coenzymes, not the sugars. So I've always said from the very beginning, our nutrition comes from the vegetable kingdom or something that ate the vegetable kingdom. Yeah, and then you but get the But there's fats. no essential carbohydrates. Yeah. And also, the, you, if you eat an animal too, they have livers and kidneys. So they're cleaning out all the, the glyphosates and all the toxins and all the antibiotics and hormones and everything else, hopefully, before you eat it. So there's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. Okay, speaking of eating um, good fat and protein. Yeah. Uh, we knew Dr. Uh, Michael Dobbins personally. He was a nuclear submarine naval officer, and he said the Navy is fed liver once a week while they are out at sea. Wow. Hmm, what were they thinking? Well, maybe they were thinking something like this. And this is from um, a part of Napoleon's history. I quote, Equally grotesque was the 1812 Russia campaign. The Grand Army was annihilated more by starvation and cold than by the Cossacks. With absolutely no food supplies and temperatures at 20 below zero, the ravenous men ate horse flesh seasoned with gunpowder, ah. often fighting over a fallen horse's flank to tear out its liver, Yeah. sometimes even before ascertaining whether the animal had died. Went, End quote. Went for the liver. Yeah, they went for the liver. They knew that that's where the life of that animal was. It wasn't in the meat, on right. the bones. It was in meat. the liver. It mm -hmm. was in the heart. It was in the kidneys, but especially the liver. The liver is the most nutrient-dense food on the planet. Yeah. And when it's sourced from healthy grass-fed cows, liver is absolutely loaded with just a wide spectrum of vitamins and minerals and proteins and fat. 
Yeah, and it's particularly rich in the key nutrients that keeps our brains healthy. So most animal foods contain some amount of B12, but by far the best source is liver, which should be eaten at least once a week. So our little, besides a beautiful recipe from the healthyfoodie.com of liver, that looks so delicious. Um, Our little pearl is most animal foods contain some amount of B12, but by far the best source is liver. And many disorders of the nervous system result from vitamin B12 deficiency. We did a whole um, podcast on methylation you could go listen to, too. Okay. Here's a really sad picture. (laughs) Well, no one's going to die of an infectious disease as long as the phagocytes, that's the part of your white blood cells that go out and go after the enemy and eat and digest it. Gobble up pathogens. As long as they get whole food vitamin C. Not ascorbic acid, but whole food vitamin C that has copper at its core. Death cannot occur until all vitamin C is gone in the blood. And how does this occur? Well, calcium wakes up the phagocytes and vitamin C powers them. In fact, there's a term called um, chemotaxis. It's the movement, the amoeba-like movement of the white blood cells that will not happen without whole food vitamin C present in the bloodstream. Yeah, we've told that real quick story of the little kid that was going to die and they dripped lemon, lemon Yeah, into it had their diphtheria. Mouth. Yeah. And, and it was going to die by the morning time and they... Go ahead. Well, not it. She. She was going to die by morning. Oh. But the doctor said, there's nothing more I can do for her. And he left. He figured he'd come back the next morning. She'd be dead. But they heard this old wives' tale of dripping lemon juice into somebody's mouth. And when the doctor came back the next morning, she was sitting up in bed, healthy. And they said, look, look what happened. And he said, oh, I, I knew about that. But that vitamin C, or I mean, lemon juice could help revive somebody. But... That's not professional. Yeah, that's not a professional treatment. Why didn't you tell us about it's this? It's not the standard of care. It's not a standard of care. Yeah, so it's so. very sad. Beautiful little girl. Hope she got better. And the pearl? No one will die of an infectious disease as long as the phagocytes get vitamin C. Not ascorbic acid, but whole food vitamin C that has copper at its core. Death cannot occur until all vitamin C is gone from the blood. Okay, here's the next pearl. Pearl. The thyroid is the master controlling gland, and the thyroid is the brain of your endocrine system and regulates your hormones, energy levels, metabolism, and many of the body's important functions. So this is my little testimonial that I um, have on the brochures for Ageless Thyroid, but I'm so... what. I just wanted to say, you really do look that good. (laughs) You do. Yeah, today especially. I'm so excited for this Ageless Thyroid product because I took each of its ingredients separately for years to support and heal my thyroid and melt away my breast lumps. That's in episode one. It was such a pain and much more expensive to do it that way. So Jack and I created this whole food thyroid product to simplify the process, make it cheaper, and give everybody the same healing foods to support their endocrine, emotional, and hormonal health in a much easier and cost-effective way. And so the little pearl, which is quite a big pearl, is breast lumps can melt away. Mine did, period. All right. And here's a tidbit for athletes. Uh, It goes like this. If they start out strong but finish weak, they have an ionizable calcium deficiency in the blood. Now, why? Because they need sufficient amounts of calcium to keep the heart beating and the muscles contracting at the pace that's needed to compete. 
And without enough calcium in the bloodstream, the propulsion part of our energy will run flat and we'll just fall short of our athletic goal. So if you, if you start out strong, but you finish weak, you have an ionizable calcium deficiency in the blood. So what do you do about it? Well, you make sure you have adequate amounts of calcium before your event. And Cataplex F that pushes calcium into the yes. tissues. Yeah. Just a little tip there. Okay, what you're looking at is pasteurized milk. Mm. Oh, I should have gone. Mm. <laughs> mm. So the enzyme um, alkaline uh, phosphatase is what allows calcium to bind with the bone. We've talked about this in other podcasts. Uh, pasteurization kills the enzyme phosphatase. So, and every mammal except man will produce phosphatase in their bodies. So what does it mean if we don't have phosphatase, but we drink pasteurized milk? You're just not going to get the calcium out of it. The American Dairy Association wants you to believe you do. Yeah. You must have phosphatase or you drink raw milk. Yeah, or it won't bind to yeah. the, with the bone. So you can give pasteurized milk to an animal. And because they have phosphatase, they can use the calcium in there to bind with their bones, but humans can't. We can't. Once it's been pasteurized, yeah, it's you're dead. not going to get the calcium yeah, out of crazy, it to your crazy, bones. crazy, crazy, Okay. From the John Hopkins Cancer Research Archives, February 17th, 1998. Yes. Not the cartoon, but what we're going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to starve cancer cells? All glucose when, must be removed. Um... Well, you just have to stop it. Yeah. You stop it. And then it. the cells will commit suicide. Yeah. That's what it that's, says. That's what they said from Johns Hopkins. Yeah. And one thing for sure about cancer, uh, they're glucose junkies. So you have to get rid of corn syrup. You have to get glucose. This is from the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, 1998, volume 95. Quote, they, uh, the cells will self-destruct when they are deprived of glucose. Yep. So the first thing you do, you want to starve cancer cells, stop all glucose. So when you, we remove sugar from the cancer cells, they commit suicide. Yeah. Okay. And that's from Johns Hopkins for Pete's sake. That's not from some comic book somewhere. Yeah, no sugar. And if you've had cancer, you don't want to eat sugar. No, no. Ever again. Nope. It just There's no reason for it anymore. Okay, here's our last pearl. And this is we save the best for last. <laughs> This is um, Anita Morjani. We've talked about her a lot. And um, she's a lady that had lymphoma and was on her deathbed. And died. And died. And her, she t her doctor said, this is her last hours. We're just going to keep her breathing and keep draining her lungs. But she, her organs have all shut down. But she came back to life. Oh, yeah. And she has an incredible story to tell. Look how thin she was. This was during her hospital stay. I'd never seen these pictures, so I had to put them up there. And here she is today, so healthy. and she Stage four lymphoma cancer from where nobody returns. Nobody. She was full of cancers, huge lemon-sized lymph, lymphs draining, everything. Anyway, she slipped into a coma and died, but then she came back. And the, this idea of, well, her father, who came to her while she was on the other side, said, you go back and you live fearlessly. You live life you're, fearlessly. You're not, you're, this, your, your mission isn't over with yet. You're not really supposed to come with us. You go back and live your life fearlessly. And the first thing to do when being fearful 
and we all have those moments, is to acknowledge the fact that you're being fearful. Don't run from it. Don't hide from it. Don't make excuses for it. You acknowledge that fear. And the thing that you're afraid of, uh, you continue to hide from that, may very well happen, but that's not helping you in the moment with your fear. It just goes on prolonging that negative. Yeah, because the negative thoughts about the fear you were feeling can actually create the thing you're afraid of. And those thoughts can materialize into reality. And that's what happened to her. She was so afraid of cancer. Yes. It materialized in her. And she saw on the other side how every single thing she did led up to her getting cancer. Yeah. And she was doing everything possible to not get cancer. She was eating right. She was doing spiritual um, But underneath study. all of that was this dominating fear of cancer. And so, and, and so the best way to handle your fear is simply to love yourself. And loving yourself is more important than just having positive thoughts and affirmations because the fear is a part of you. So you love that you're feeling fear as an extension of loving yourself. Oh, that's so beautiful. It gave me chills. I mean, loving yourself means to accept yourself where you are right now. Mm -hmm. Loving yourself isn't just skipping happily single solo down the yellow brick road of life. Mm -hmm. It's to accept yourself where you are right now. All your failings, all your disappointments, all your shortcomings, as well as all the things you've done well and, and accomplished, all these things are a part of you and it's to love it and to embrace it and to breathe it and to feel it and to know that it's you. Yeah, because it doesn't add to your value with all the great things no. you've done and it doesn't take away from your value the bad with things. all the bad things you've done. So love who you are positively and negatively. Just love yourself. And to live life fearlessly does not mean you just take up skydiving <laughs> or, or you do high wire walking between two buildings or mountaintops. <laughs> it's to go out and tackle and conquer your fear. And what do you fear? Well, some of the common things we fear is being shamed. That's well, you're not good fear. enough. You're not smart enough. You're too fat. You're not you're, loving. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you just don't I, fit in. Nobody will love you. If, yeah. Yeah. And there, and we fear sickness. We fear death. We fear poverty. We fear loneliness, and it's what we have to do to conquer those. We're going to be doing a webinar on this very concept before long. A webinar, not a podcast, a webinar, continuing the mission of the forbidden doctor to tear a hole in the universe. That's it. This is the foundational way to do it. So go out, and that is our last pearl, live your life Fearlessly. fearlessly, including loving that hated part of yourself. Live All your right. life fearlessly. And th there's no real recap because we talked about 30 different things. <laughs> yeah, we can't recap it. Yeah. So I just want to remind you to take our free symptom survey. Just go to our website, ForbiddenDoctor.com, and take the survey. And we'll get back to you with things that we think might be able to help you. Tell your family. Tell your friends. All right, the statements made in this webinar about specific products have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging or this webinar is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. 
And thank you for listening to this forbidden information. If you like what we're doing in these podcasts, there's several ways you can support us. You can give us a nice review on iTunes. You can give feedback at the end of the podcast. And you can join our family by filling out the symptom survey. Yeah. So remember, you can always call, text, or email us with questions because we can start a health revolution with this dent and go on to rip a hole in the healthcare universe. Yeah, I've got to make an apology here. Um, this comes out this Friday, mm -hmm. as they usually do. Mm -hmm. We are almost—we're probably more than two weeks behind in letters and emails. Yes. So by the time you hear this. A couple of days Hopefully from now. Hopefully we'll be caught we're up. We're going to try and have all of our mail caught up by this weekend. But we sure appreciate you calling and, yes. and sending us letters. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast. If you are curious about long-life energy enzymes or ageless thyroid, you can purchase them without a membership from our website at ForbiddenDoctor.com or get our enzyme formula from Amazon.com by searching the full term, Long Life Energy Enzymes. Don't forget to take our obligation-free symptom survey to get a free personalized supplement protocol recommended for you by Dr. Jack, Mary, or one of our qualified nutritionists. Take the survey, get a call from our nutritionist to create a protocol and a patient login, then use that login to see your own personal protocol along with any favorites you've saved from our symptom library. Remember, our website and our clinic are here for you, always.